every episode of Final Space. 23 fans, storyboard artists, producers, composers, animators, designers, voice actors. Welcome to Volume 3 of the Into Final Space Podcast, hosted by Gabe Jones. Welcome to today's episode of Into Final Space Volume 3. Another one of our favorite Into Final Space interviewees joins us today. We're hitting the season finale of Final Space Season 1 with executive producer David Sachs. My special guest, Fantrexian, today is Stevie, and we're going to jump right into our discussion of this episode. All right, I am here on Skype today, uh, joined by executive producer of Final Space, David Sachs, and our special guest, Fantrexian, on this episode, Stevie. Thank you guys so much for being on. How are you guys doing today? Doing great. So glad to be here. And it's going to be fun to get to talk with Stevie. Awesome. Hi. Uh, uh, awesome to be on here. It's awesome to be here with you and David Sachs. Uh, hi, David. Uh, hi, Gabe. Sorry, I'm a little nervous, but I'm excited. <laughs> this is a huge honor. Thank you. Okay, great. You're- awesome. Yeah, thank you guys so much for joining us uh, and for chatting about Chapter 10 of Final Space. Uh, before we get started, just to do a little bit of an introduction. Uh, David, can you tell us what all you do on Final Space? Okay, so, um, you know, first, uh, Olin made that 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 amazing um, seven-minute or so uh, YouTube clip. And then they sort of, like, wanted to try to turn that into a TV series. And so they met with different, um, different people, uh, including myself, and Olin and I sort of hit it off, and... So, so starting from the YouTube clip, Olin and I have sort of been, you know, joined at the hip in terms of just writing and producing and, and making what you see uh, in Final Space. And it's just been this amazing, uh, amazing ride where, uh, you know, we, yeah, we've just kind of, yeah, that's, that, that's kind of it. So, so, so I'm involved, you know, I'm involved in every step of the process in the and the recording and the voice directions and the writing and the, you know, directions, the color palette, just everything. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Well, thank you again for joining us today. And uh, Stevie, do you want to tell us anything about yourself or why you love Final Space? Um, I just love that. Uh, love the story. Love the characters. Uh, I got into it like right when it was like right like in the middle of it like you know when that happened and i was like oh this looks like a pretty special show i thought it would just be like something to wait to the next star wars movie now i love it more than like anything i've ever actually watched so mm-hmm. that's a silver lining uh i love how like how much heart it has like it seems like the whole show like i thought it was going to be like a parody of sci-fi which is, that's not bad but like uh it feels more like a love later to all of sci-fi like it d- touches on like so many things in sci-fi it just feels like made by people who just really love sci-fi and real but also it's also its own story and it wants to do its own thing so it's not really like too much of any one thing i like that it's like a good blend of things that we haven't really seen before together yeah for sure that's a great description all right yeah <laughs> so uh as usual i am stepping back as a moderator for this episode and uh stevie is going to be throwing out our questions um so yeah well whatever you have in mind to start with go ahead okay so uh something i love about like i guess it's kind of the whole show the whole first season at least but uh 
uh, it all just like leads up to it's like all woven into with the way that it starts out every single episode so far started out showing how this episode ends sort of but like we don't really know how that happens so I love the sort of tension of that I was wondering since you mentioned the pilot too that uh if that was ever if that was always the plan or if that was maybe even possibly a callback to how I think you said it was your idea that uh to start the original pilot, the one, the YouTube clip, uh, to have that be, uh, begin at the ending rather than begin at the beginning, uh, to sort of like let you know that something goes wrong. You don't really know what it is yet, but something goes wrong. You just have that in your head, knowing that the whole time. So was that always in the plans, or did you maybe have to like write the episodes knowing that's how it goes? Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. So. So. Let's see if I can. I'm gonna. I'm gonna try to answer and remember at the same time. So we'll see how this works out. I, I. I hope for coherence. I hope for coherence. So I remember this idea kind of took root when um, we were basically meeting in Olin's uh, apartment. That was the writing room, and it was like this kind of one room. Uh, one bedroom kind of thing. And, and there was like a, a little living room area and the, you know, Olin had just moved in. So all the walls were blank. And so we turned it into like a place for all the index cards. <laughs> and before the actual offices were ready, um, Olin and I were meeting there for a while and the, and the, and the staff, um, you know, just a few writers were also meeting there. And um, we had this kind of like, Kind of, I don't want to say problem. It wasn't a problem. It was like this story sort of puzzle, which was that we knew that um, Olin had an idea that that he wanted to start the first episode with him floating in space, right? And he's running out of oxygen. And we we started to like think that through. Well, what's the implication of that? What is what does that mean exactly? Because that's really the end of the season. We're talking about the end of this season, but but you want to start the very first episode at the end of the season. Well, so then I started thinking about that. I said, well, if we don't go back to that, then by the time we get to the end of the season, no one is going to remember that that this was where we began unless unless and here was like the big idea we remind the audience and we begin every single episode like right there so that when we get to the very last episode and we pick that up in real time everyone will be have have been focusing on that the entire time so um so that's how it happened um, I, I think I think we achieved coherence. Uh, um, I, yeah. I think that's <laughs> in sure. this answer and in the first season. But but it and and I'll tell you something just as an aside, which is that um, a lot of times the coolest stuff comes from the solution to a problem that happened. And I'll tell you a classic example. You 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 probably know this, but it just pops into my head, so I'll share it which is that um, Steven Spielberg's like, you know, first big film, I guess, was Jaws. And the the shark was supposed to um, be a big presence, like a big visual presence in the, in, the, in the movie. 
And, you know, this is a big deal. It's his like his first big budget kind of like um, studio film. And the shark was broken. And so this would be like the greatest nightmare for a director. I mean, this is like this is the real deal. He's right there on the set. And the, and, and the shark's not working, and it's called Jaws. I mean, the shark has to be working, right? So he came up with a solution, which was, what if the shark, you don't see the shark? You're just fearing the shark the whole time. And this was his way of addressing a major um, prop malfunction, but he turned it into something that made the shark, by the time it pops up at the very end of the movie, a hundred times scarier. That and that's what made the, the film such a big success. Yeah, so that's sure you- one example. That's one example of how problems in, in, you know, if you're lucky, problems will be the gateway to like greatness, you know? Yeah, that whole uh, idea of the constant looming something wrong is going to happen uh is a really great device for storytelling um and final space did an exceptional job in that first season of you know the countdown every episode that we know it's getting closer to to something bad but we don't know the origination of where it happened and exactly what that's going to lead to uh if if gary's going to make it out or not um so yeah that's it was really great to watch that that progression through that season cool yeah all right uh another question stevie uh, let's see. So, I don't know if this is like a question I could even ask, but I'm just going to go ask and ask it. So, <laughs> uh, jumping towards the end, uh, Gary uh, tells the Lord Commander that he doesn't think he was chosen, but that his powers were a mistake. So, I don't know if that was like foreshadowing Invictus, or if that wasn't like a concept yet, or... Uh, because it seems like later on like it kind of makes it seem like he was chosen but uh, I don't know if Gary was only just trying to rile him up or like if he was just like I think he was just like trying to like break in there to like get to the jack underneath the, the guy's dad knew and so I guess it just backfired and then that's what got him sent on the oxygen draining journey that he went on yeah so I, I think what happened, and I don't know if we've ever sort of like addressed this officially as canon, you know, but I'll just uh, share my understanding with you, you know, um, which is that when when uh, when 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 Gary's dad, well, when that explosion comes, right, and then um, he's closing final space. And then the energy comes and it gets into the Lord Commander, right? So so the Lord Commander actually sort of um, kind of like doesn't have the vessels to contain that, that final space energy. And one of the things that we're going to learn, I don't want to give any spoilers, but this is getting into spoiler country, but, but, but final space is kind of like... The energy there isn't great. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> I always thought it might have been like something where it's like, I guess it's, it's obvious from the show that like his body can't contain it. Like it's falling apart around. Exactly. Yeah. Around the powers, like almost like it's a kind of disease. Like, I don't know if that's what I'm, if I'm getting too close to something or if it's like something that like corrupts what you're like made of almost because like your body, mortal, puny mortals can't handle it. Yeah. So, so that's, that's 
That's the that's the basic idea is that he kind of gets poisoned by this this blast from final space. And the thing is is that so so the reason why I'm saying that is because he wasn't really chosen. He wasn't really chosen. He kind of just kind of took a stray bullet. You yeah. know? Just like a random chance. Yeah. Thing. Right. But but it turned him into this like um you know this demonic kind of force, you know? Yeah, his whole his whole power thing always kind of gave me the the kind of MCU power stone feel, you know, if you if you hold it, you fall apart. Um, and so like the power is just too great to contain. So it was always, it was interesting watching his kind of decay each episode. Um, but yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm very interested to see uh, next season. Of course, no no spoilers, but no spoilers. Yeah, really, but I will tell you that the Lord Commander is a big presence in season three. You know. Awesome. Yeah. All right. Uh, another question. So I understand. I remember hearing that, like, back obviously when it first got greenlit, you guys weren't even sure if there would be a second season. So it had to be a first chapter, but it also needed to work as its own story just in case it didn't get picked up. Obviously, it did. So uh, I know everyone was like freaking out, like, what's the light? That was at the very last second of this. Like, yeah. So I don't know if that was always like, uh, if. I obviously we find out that it was just a trash d- truck, but uh, I mean trash ship, I guess not a truck, but uh, you know, was that always what it's going to be? Because I, I also know that the first couple episodes of the second season were originally supposed to be pretty different, so I don't know if yeah. that much change or if the the light was always just supposed to be like some hanging mystery, or if it was even meant to be something else entirely, but we had to change it because of the way the season two episodes ended up being. Yeah, I don't know that we ever really officially nailed down at the end of season one what that what that light was going to be. We 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 had a few ideas. We had a few ideas, but but I don't know that. Um, you know, we were writing toward Gary basically failing and just sort of like being alone in space. That that was always what we were writing toward. Absolutely. Um, where that light came from. Uh, we, I don't think we have, we were writing toward that necessarily. That was a little bit open-ended, but I don't know if Olin has ever shared this with you. Do you know what the, uh, the original beginning of season two was going to be? Did it, did, did you um, hear that? Something like, I don't know. I think it's supposed to be the original second episode, but it was going to have, uh, uh, the, was that the one where, uh, Todd Watson, the hush fluffles guy was supposed to, uh, have, Gary and uh, Little Kato try to fight to the death. They were drugged up with the hyper. Yeah, that's right. That's right. It was going to be off the bat, or was that like some stuff leading up to that? No, no, no. You're 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 right on. You're right on. It was going to be like just basically opening with Gary as this sort of like um, gladiator, you know, and just in this like death match basically, <laughs> and then you know he was slowly going to be taken out of this, um, you know. I don't say, want to say trance, that's probably the wrong word, but this sort of like, he was going to be brought back to himself, but he was yeah. going to start at that place. And and I think that they just were like, um, all right, we're not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> so once that went out the window, then we sort of had to sort of like, then we had all sorts of, you know, questions that we had to solve. Um, but we, anyway, yeah. Yeah. Uh, 
Yeah, awesome. Do another question. Let's see. What have I got? Uh, I just had this written down somewhere. I wasn't sure if I was going to ask this, but uh, so I don't know if this is intentional or not, because like uh, we find out obviously that this we find out later on that this is the only the first time ever in any timeline that Quinn's been the one to take the bomb out final space. Right, uh, right, right. I don't know if this is so that little conversation that happened on the the, the deck right before she got on the hawk. Uh, something I noticed, like I don't know if it was intentional, but the fact that uh, when she says that the heroes, both of them that she's the only one in frame. It's a close-up of her face, and she's looking directly at the audience. So I don't know if that was, like, sort of her telegraphing directly to the audience more than she's talking to Gary, that they're both the hero. Was that, I don't know, sort of the intention of that scene, or was that, like, uh, just, like, framing? Yeah, that's, um... Yeah, that's a, that's a really... That's a really good question. Um... I don't remember if we had any special intention in terms of addressing the audience, but I know that that conversation, we really, we really wanted it to be very intimate. And, um, and then, and if you think that, wow, that was said directly toward me, then in a weird way, that was a sign of success that we, (laughs) that, that, that we, that we got that across. So, because What's more intimate than feeling like the character is speaking directly to you? Do, do you know what I'm saying? Right. Um, but in like terms some- of, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Sorry. That seems like something they do, like sometimes, like with fourth wall break jokes, like when yeah. they're like, uh, kind of has like a sort of improvisational feel, and they look directly at the camera. But like, it's not, you know, it's not even like a joke, but it, like it is sort of like some sort of meta information leaking through that, like they're both the hero, but we just don't really know that yet. Come on, season three, but uh. <laughs> Yeah. Right. But but I, I will tell you this. I will tell you this, that this idea that Quinn is the um, that this timeline is the only the one the only one where Quinn has gone in. Um, don't don't forget that. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I'll say. <laughs> awesome. You have uh, another question, Stevie. Right. Uh, had a couple written down here. I just want to make sure the. Uh... Well, since we're on Quinn, then uh, uh, in a, a recent AMA, Olin said that uh, originally during her goodbye to Gary, right before she opens the breach to final space, uh, she says goodbye. I'll miss you. But he, uh, Olin said that you wanted her to say, "I love you." While I understand yeah. that, like it was would have been a little soon. I agree with Olin on that. Like, yeah. how did the conversation go? Sort of. <laughs> yeah. So, so it just felt like um, they had gotten to this place where they should say, "I love you" to each other, and so I felt like that was the right time for that. And then I remember that had gotten pretty far along into production. And then Olin just kind of came in one day and was like, no, it, it's wrong. <laughs> it's wrong. It's, it shouldn't happen at that moment. And, um, and, and I kind of was struck by that. And, and I think that he made the right call. I really yeah. do. Because one of the, so I agree with it. And I think it plays better without it. Um, 
one one of the things that kind of like really sort of um, surprised me, and this is my first sci-fi show, um, and kind of my first drama in a weird way, even though it's not a conventional drama, and it's definitely my first serialized show. So there's like a lot of firsts for me in this um, in this format. Um, and one of the things that I, I read a lot, you know, in terms of um, fan feedback and stuff like that was, oh, just slow it down, slow it down, slow it down, slow it down. And I, I, I was sort of a little bit surprised by that because to me, I sort of want story, 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 story. You know what I mean? And then ideally you reach a balance where you've got the best of both worlds. You're advancing the story, but not too quickly, right? But it's always kind of exactly hard to figure out how to do that so so that um, you, you just hit the sweet spot exactly. But I think that had we had the I love you there, that that would have been too soon and too fast. And and so I, I really, you know, the, Gary and Quinn are so different that I think to sort of honor the reality of that relationship it they it really should be stretched out, you know. Yeah, I do like though that it's sort of like even though it's not what she says, you could sort of tell that like he's kind of expecting her to say that. So like when it's not what she says, it's sort of like you know that what he was kind of thinking was going to happen. So I don't know if that was on purpose or not, also, but or if that was just that one line that had to change. But I like well, that maybe maybe because the line was originally there, he was expecting it. <laughs> <laughs> That's I think we're already melding realities at that moment. <laughs> Yeah, I, I really love that moment. It was it was incredibly impactful. Uh, just, you know, it's kind of a... Because we don't, we don't know, of course, what's going to happen in season two, if they'll ever see each other again, if this is going to be kind of like... Because he's already seen it happen with his dad, too. Uh, if How final this this interaction is. Um, so that, that, that moment was really emotional, uh, I think, for the audience as well. And it was very, very impactful. Yeah. And it, it's nice that he lets her go. Not nice. Nice is the wrong word. It's it's just like a cool ev- evolution of their relationship and of his yeah. and of his like coming to fully respect who she is. You know, yeah. kind of feel like going back to that last thing, like the fact that this is the first time this ever happened. Like I don't know if that's like saying something for like out of every timeline. I don't know if that's conversation has happened every time, but every time before that he's still been the one to take it. But like, if this is the first time, like he like respects her enough to say like, okay, you should be the one to take it out. You were the one who worked so hard for this. So you should be the one to take it out. So like, I don't know if that's like something also maybe. Yeah, no, no, no. That's all part of it. Let me ask you this. I'm going to ask you a question, Stevie, since you're asking me questions. So I'm going to ask you one back. Um, Since you're asking about Quinn so much, um, was how did you like that episode? Um, uh, I, it was it called the first times they met. Is that the is that the I, one? Is it two oh seven? So I know I asked for her a lot, but I I miss her a lot, and I really like that part of it. But yeah, uh, definitely a highlight of season two for me. Uh, the only thing I wish is that I wish that they could have like, maybe done more, like the first times they met. Like it seems like there should have been like. More, more like multiple timelines even but the one that we got was really nice that we got to see and i like that we got some focus on nightfall uh yeah. and some when like it seems like that's like a way that things could have like turned out like i would have been neat to see like i don't know if maybe it's like stuff got cut for like time or something but like 
uh, if there were maybe like multiple different timelines that we were supposed to see, like maybe some stuff where like things didn't go well between them or like where they like got together but broke up or like maybe just like never saw each other again after that one night or like there's only like a couple where they stay together or something, but I don't know if that was ever like in the plans or who's just yeah, one. We did. We did. The, the first draft had multiple sort of like different versions of the meeting. Yeah. And then we had to cut that for time. Yeah. Yeah. I, like, I really love that. The, the playing with what could have been uh, a lot during season two. I, I think the, those moments happened a few times, whether it was with Quinn slash nightfall uh, or Gary's mom. Um, those moments yeah. of, you know, what could have been kind of inspiring the characters to move past their predispositions and face what is now to kind of shape what their future is becoming. Yeah. Yeah. You know, life is, life is heavy. <laughs> you know, <it> really <laughs> is. And, and when you are more, when you become aware of like all the different uh, options and, different paths and things like that. It's, you know, sci-fi allows you to kind of explore that in an interesting way, you know, that that kind of makes us hopefully appreciate the decisions that we actually make in, in our own lives. Because, you know, maybe there's all sorts of freaky stuff going on with alternate universes and all the rest, but we don't really know that. You know what I mean? We can't assume that. So all we really have is our lives and our choices and and you know if we can sort of like make the most of every opportunity then then that then that's anything that that allows us to appreciate basically just you know what's in front of us right now is i think a, a positive thing sure absolutely yeah and i think that's going to uh to wrap it up for us thank you guys so much for being on uh stevie those were some really great questions and david awesome thank answers you. so thank you guys so much thanks it's great meeting great. you stevie and gabe thanks so much and 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 uh th thank you guys for keeping the fire alive especially during these long breaks between seasons it means so much to us and you know um i'll tell you this today is sunday this past friday we just turned into we just turned in episode 313 the script to the woo, network woo. <laughs> so season three is written awesome and i'm telling you something i'm probably one of the things i'm absolutely proudest of is our season finales and boy have you got a good one for season three that's all i'm telling you you're not going to awesome. be disappointed yeah awesome well thank you guys so much yeah. Huge thanks to Stevie for helping me with today's talk with David about Chapter 10 of Final Space. That's going to wrap us for this first season, and we're going to move on to Season 2 in the next episode. Until next time, you can follow me at Gabriel W. Jones on Instagram and Twitter, and follow the show at Into Final Space on Instagram and Twitter as well. To chat about this episode, you can join us on the Into Final Space Discord server, and we'll see you next time on Into Final Space. Thanks, guys.